Good morning and welcome to Meditating the Word. If you have found it challenging to read the Bible consistently, I've got exciting news. In just about 20 minutes a day, we are reading through the entire Bible this year. I'm Cherie, here to walk alongside you on this journey. Whether you are a longtime student of the Word or just setting foot on this path, I'm delighted to have you with us. We are in our 11th month and are now delving into the wisdom of the New Testament. We've got about two weeks left in the Gospels. This is day 308. Today we are reading Matthew 22 and Mark 12 from the World English Bible. Ready to uncover what God has for us today? Let's get started. The Good News or Gospel According to Matthew Chapter 22 Jesus answered and spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who made a wedding feast for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. Again, he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who were invited, Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My cattle and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they made light of it, and went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his merchandise, and the rest grabbed his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. When the king heard that, he was angry, and sent his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited weren't worthy. Go, therefore, to the intersections of the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding feast. Those servants went out into the highways and gathered together as many as they found, both bad and good. The wedding was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man who didn't have on wedding clothing, and he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here not wearing wedding clothing? He was speechless. Then the king said to his servants, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and throw him into the outer darkness. That is where the weeping and grinding of teeth will be. For many are called, but few chosen. Then the Pharisees went and took counsel how they might entrap him in his talk. They sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are honest and teach the way of God in truth, no matter whom you teach, for you aren't partial to anyone. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. They brought to him a denarius. He asked them, Whose is this image and inscription? They said to him, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. When they heard it, they marveled, and left him and went away. On that day, Sadducees, those who say that there is no resurrection, came to him. They asked him, saying, 
Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were with us seven brothers. The first married and died, and having no offspring, left his wife to his brother. In the same way, the second also, and the third, to the seventh. After them all, the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will she be of the seven? For they all had her. But Jesus answered them, You are mistaken, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like God's angels in heaven. But according to the resurrection of the dead, haven't you read that which was spoken to you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the multitudes heard it, they were astonished at his teaching. But the Pharisees, when they heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, gathered themselves together. One of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. A second likewise is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question, saying, What do you think of the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, Of David. He said to them, How then does David in the Spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit on my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how is he his son? No one was able to answer him a word. Neither did any man dare ask him any more questions from that day forward. The Good News or Gospel According to Mark Chapter 12 He began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a pit for the winepress, built a tower, rented it out to a farmer, and went into another country. When it was time, he sent a servant to the farmer to get from the farmer his share of the fruit of the vineyard. They took him, beat him, and sent him away empty. Again, he sent another servant to them, and they threw stones at him, wounded him in the head, and sent him away shamefully treated. Again, he sent another, and they killed him, and many others, beating some and killing some. Therefore, still having one, his beloved son, he sent him last to them, saying, They will respect my son. But... Those farmers said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. They took him, killed him, and cast him out of the vineyard. What, therefore, will the Lord of the vineyard do? 
He will come and destroy the farmers and will give the vineyard to others. Haven't you even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected was made the head of the corner. This was from the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. They tried to seize him, but they feared the multitude, for they perceived that he spoke the parable against them. They left him and went away. They sent some of the Pharisees and the Herodians to him, that they might trap him with words. When they had come, they asked him, Teacher, we know that you are honest, and don't defer to anyone, for you aren't partial to anyone, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Shall we give or shall we not give? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said to them, Why do you test me? Bring me a denarius that I may see it. They brought it. He said to them, Whose is this image and inscription? They said to him, Caesar's. He answered them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. They marveled greatly at him. Some Sadducees, who say that there is no resurrection, came to him. They asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote to us, If a man's brother dies and leaves a wife behind him, and leaves no children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and dying, left no offspring. The second took her and died, leaving no children behind him. The third likewise, and the seven took her and left no children. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be of them? For the seven had her as a wife. Jesus answered them, Isn't this because you are mistaken, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they will rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But about the dead that they are raised, haven't you read in the book of Moses about the bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are therefore badly mistaken. One of the scribes came and heard them questioning together, and knowing that he had answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the greatest of all? Jesus answered, The greatest is, Hear, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. The second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. The scribe said to him, Truly, teacher, you have said well that he is one, and there is none other but he, and to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding, all the soul and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself is more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices.
When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from God's kingdom. No one dared ask him any question after that. Jesus responded as he taught in the temple, How is it that the scribes say that Christ is the son of David? For David himself said in the Holy Spirit, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies the footstool of your feet. Therefore, David himself calls him Lord. So how can he be his son? The common people heard him gladly. In his teaching, he said to them, Beware of the scribes who like to walk in long robes and to get greetings in the marketplaces and to get the best seats in the synagogues and the best places at feasts. Those who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and saw how the multitude cast money into the treasury. Many who were rich cast in much. A poor widow came and she cast in two small brass coins, which equal a quadrant's coin. He called his disciples to himself and said to them, Most certainly, I tell you, this poor widow gave more than all those who are giving into the treasury, for they all gave out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, gave all that she had to live on. Father God, help us to love you better with all of our heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength. And help us, Father, to love our neighbors as well, not esteeming ourselves above them, but being willing to lay down our selfish pride and to love and serve selflessly. Like the poor widow, Father, we give you everything, not holding anything back. Take us and mold us more and more into your likeness. Amen. Thank you for being a part of Meditating the Word today. As we turn another page in our journey, remember that God's Word is meant to be a part of your daily life. Faith grows as we listen to the Word, and revelation knowledge comes as we reflect and meditate on what we've read and let it take root in our hearts. I'm so grateful for this shared time with you. This is Cherie, reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.